0: Fake facts
1: from the Geek Out Heroes. Real fake facts. Do not touch is the most terrifying thing to read in Braille.
2: <laughs> is that oh, one that yeah.
3: goes right by a meat grinder? <laughs> you don't know what it is. You're blind. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, what's the second most dare, most frightening thing for, to read in Braille?
1: I'm behind you. As he was reading this, the killer crept up behind him.
4: (laughs) You're just reading a narration of your death. Welcome to the Geek Out Heroes, this is Vargo. This is Josiah. Miles. Anderson. And this week, listeners, we are going to start out with, I'm going to start out with the fact that, like why I've been talking about any of the tech shit that's been going on because NVIDIA has been doing things that I didn't, that just sound fucking berserk. Like just, just bonkers to me. Sounds insane. So listeners, a while back, I said the RTX 3090 Ti wasn't coming. There's no way it would be coming, not in a trip shortage, not, not with all the problems they've been having with production of just trying to create the 3080s, let alone the regular 3090s. Lo and behold, they come out with a 3080 Ti, they come out with a 3080 12 gig, they come out with a 3090 Ti. And I'm sitting there going, what the fuck are you doing? Like, how do you keep coming out with, more, with newer models of the same shit when you can't even provide the original shit you, you came out with? It doesn't make any sense. Like, What the fuck are these companies doing? It's just completely batshit. Meanwhile, while they're doing this, it's causing the prices of things to go skyrocket high. And the only thing that I can think of that they were trying to do is basically, oh, we came out with our first card that was was way too cheap. So in order to even out the market, we're going to come out with new iterations to try and level out how much we were spending versus how much we were making. Does that make sense? Yeah. so like they, they're like all right well here here we're going to come out with a 12 gig version of the 3080 well now we can justify a higher cost because it's got more memory to it oh we're going to come out with the ti version of the 3080 so now we can justify bringing that cost up so by doing so they're not making the regular 3080 anymore it was cheaper the introduction the the intro price for that was 700 bucks keep in mind and <clears throat> that went up after less than six months, even retail-wise, that went up by about $100 in itself. So after that, you will never see that price again. Instead, all you see are the regular 3080s, the the 12 gigs, which are anywhere between a grand to 1300 bucks. That's a big jump. That's almost twice the cost when you're looking at the higher end $1,300 ones.
5: It's almost like they saw the scalpers and thought, Hey, we should get in on this.
4: Yeah, we get it. They're companies. They want to make money. We we totally understand that, but there's the, this is where we get into the rampant capitalism of just, we can do whatever we want. We can make whatever we want off of this because people pay for it because nobody else can get it. Yep, And that's what they were doing. You didn't see them trying to introduce the low hash, uh, versions of the, of the, uh, gpus right away even though they already knew how to do that even though they already knew how to limit the hash rate on a on a graphics card they didn't try to do that right away why because they knew the first people that were going to try and buy it were all the scalpers and the crypto miners so gamers were second we, we were we were second class citizens we became second class citizens the moment cryptocurrency became a thing and then after that, NVIDIA was like, oh, well, we could actually make just a regular GPU that's just for mining crypto. And we could just put that out, and that would be more expensive. But we'd get all the crypto miners in on it. So they decided to create that Fuck on the side. Does. And then limit the hash rate on GPUs and then sell the regular GPUs at a higher cost. The, G, the regular GPUs at a higher cost to you and I, the gamers.
1: Least amount of work, least huh. amount
4: of money. That sounds that sounds awfully like uh, trying to rip people off to me. Right. That's what it seems like, listeners. I'm not. I'm not going to go out and blatantly say that's exactly what happened. I'm just going to say that that's what it seems like. The other crazy part to me is the fact that the 3090 Ti came out. It's in, in all honesty, listeners. I've seen the numbers and people talk about how like, oh, it's actually better than 3090. I get it. 3090 Ti is supposed to be better than 3090, but it's not that big of a jump for you to justify pain over two grand for a graphics card. I mean, it's just fucking nuts to think that that's how much they're asking for that card. And then on top of that, it's going to be out of date in September, October?
0: When the so next, within the
4: year. Oh, it's yeah. Within this year, it will be out of date. Yeah, because they already announced
5: the next generation, didn't they? Yeah,
4: they're already working on the next generation. The next generation rumors have been popping up everywhere. And this is from actual industry insiders who get their information mm. from people working on it they get leaked That's uh, ridiculous yeah they get leaked specs same things happening with within amd the difference is, is AMD's not coming out with brand new 6900s to compete with current with current cards they're just coming out with the same stuff that they came out with at launch so they have the same cards they had no difference and then they're coming out with the next generation later on this year, whereas Nvidia just came out with a 3090 Ti that's going to be out of date in six seven months. Isn't
1: that kind of par for the course, though? For for computers, isn't that kind of part of the running joke? Is as soon as you get something new, it's outdated in no time.
4: Not this close. Yeah. Not this close. Like the so usually with the with the GPU market, uh, especially for Nvidia, the Ti version comes out roughly at a maximum about six months after the first initial launch. And that's the way that they've done it is you have, the, you have the flagship product come out, and then you have the new flagship product come out about mid-tier. So it's that mid-step for that generation, and it's about six to seven months afterwards. So you have, after that, I mean, keep in mind, it's been over, it's been over a year now since the launch. <coughs> Instead, you have this really convoluted system. So you have the flagship that comes out, which is the 3090. Then you, and you also have that accompanied by the 3080, which is technically kind of more the flagship because that's more than likely the card that's going to go or gamers are going to go to. But still, the flagship is whatever is the best. About six, seven months later, you have the 3080 Ti come out. Okay, well, that's kind of expected, but there's so 3090 Ti, so you're getting the, you're sitting there going, well. there's no 3090 Ti, then obviously they're not going to do it because it's kind of pointless at this point. I mean, you know, it's been been a while and they can't get chips. And you're thinking, all right, well, you know, it makes makes no sense to do that for the market. We'll stick with the 3090. The 3090 is basically going to be like the Titan X uh, for this generation. So we'll stick with that. But instead, they come out with another 3080 12 gig, which is another weird step because you had the 3080 that came out with the 10 gig, then you have the 3080 Ti, then you have the 30, which the 3080 Ti is basically just a 3090 uh, with just slightly less memory. Uh, Then you had the 3080 12 gig, which is just two gigs more than the original 3080 and a little bit more clocked. And like none of this makes sense. This is all just weird. Just bullshit of them just trying to come out with a product to try and get more money out of gamers so they can justify raising costs so oh if it's 12 gigs now well we can raise the cost up to over a thousand dollars starting and that's the way they see it and that's what what we've seen that's kind of why i've been saying listeners it seems like a scam so then they come out with the 3090 ti finally and it's over a year now and we're all sitting there going the the gamers that is uh, on the pc are going. What the fuck is this? And there are tons of people who are still going to try and buy it because they still need a card or they still want the best out there. But it's so ridiculous at this point that you're, it's going to be out of date in September and October. Somewhere around there, it's going to go completely out of date, and it's going to get the shit kicked out of it, more than likely, by the forty series. So you're going to have the the forty eighty and the forty ninety come out, or even just a forty eighty and a forty eighty Ti, and that is going to blow the doors off of this last generation. Entirely for the people who are just like I want the best, you know the the best out there. So if you wanted the best out there, you shouldn't have gotten a thirty ninety. You shouldn't have gotten a thirty ninety Ti. You should have gone with a mid mid tier uh, card, you know, somewhere on the third the the thirty seventy series to get you through what you ever needed. Thirty seventy, maybe a thirty eighty uh, starter back when the pricing was better. If you could, and that's the thing is we couldn't, like we literally couldn't, and that's what's led to all this nonsense. If you could've gotten that 3080, you would've just waited on the 3080 and waited for something way better in the 40 series or maybe even the 50 series in the future. Something to just get you through. But you have the people who are going to buy the 3090 TI and go, all right, well, I got a 3090 TI. Now what? Well, now there's the 40 series and the 40 series is going to have like a, the, the, it's going to be one of those things where it's going to be so pissed. People are going to be so pissed off because like the 4070 is going to come out and the 4070 is going to be more like more powerful than a 3090 TI and people are going to be like, what the fuck? Why did I get this then? This isn't like with the 2080 series, the 2080 TI came out and it came out at a perfect time. It was, you know, roughly six, seven months after the the first 2080 and it was an improvement. It was a great improvement, had more memory and actually justified the cost because when you saw its performance with other things, especially ray tracing, it blew the doors off the 2080. It kicked the shit out of the 2080. So you had the 2080 TI. That was a beast. That was a great, you know, that was a great card. Still is a great card, in my opinion. Still fantastic. Going into the 3080 series, and yeah, the 3080 might be more powerful, but it's supposed to be. It's, supposed, it's a 3080. It's supposed to be able to beat a, a 2080. It's supposed to be able to beat the 2080 Ti. Now, when you compare the two, it doesn't beat, on games-wise, actual performance, it doesn't really beat it by much. Not a lot. Unless you're doing pure ray tracing. Which rarely anyone is, because ray tracing costs way too many resources. So having this entry, it just seems like a money grab. And that's all it is. It's just a money grab before it gets outdated. Because they're like, oh, we needed to come out with this. And some of you might be remembering the, uh, you know, you had the RTX 2080 uh, Super. Well, the RTX 2080 Super was kind of a fix for the 2080. It wasn't really, you know, that much of a step, in my opinion, but it was a, it was a general improvement over the 2080 series. And yeah, it came late to the game came super late to the game. Still thought that was kind of a ridiculous thing to do for the uh, GPU because at the time when I saw it, I was like, well, you're basically telling anybody you bought an RTX 2080. Well, sorry, shit out of luck. Should have gotten the super, should have waited. And this is even worse. So this generation with the 3080 series and 3090s, like they did the 3080 and 3090. Then they did the 3080 Ti and the Ti was basically just a 3090. Well, why would I get the 3090 then? It's only four gigs less and it's a little bit cheaper. Or why would I even get this? Why wouldn't I just go ahead and get the four gigs more for a little bit more money? Just go for broke, get the 3090. Like it, it made no sense with that. And then all of a sudden they turn around and go, oh, well, we also have the, uh, the 3080 12 gig. Making the first 3080 obsolete because it has two more gigs. And meanwhile, the rest of us are going, what the fuck are you guys doing? You're just doing these extra steps, these extra little releases for no fucking reason other than the fact that you can charge more for them. And that's what it comes down to like you used to buy a ti you could buy a ti with confidence like yeah it's going to be able you know i buy this ti it's going to be able to compete with the next generation even at the lower tier so like lower tier i should say lower tier flagship so the non-ti version of next of the next product it'll be able to compete with that that's the idea that's always been kind of their deal of like yep you buy so you bought a 2080 ti and even though the 3080 could beat it it was still in good competition with the fact that it was still able to do a lot of the things the 3080 was doing.
3: It used to be good most quality games. product. It was,
4: it was just this high end quality product. That was the thing you went for as like, this is my longevity system. I'm going to have this card for the next three to four years, maybe five, and it's going to get me through this generation of gaming. And now you have this TI come out and you're looking at having that being replaced by the 40 series here by September or, or October. Uh, possibly November at the latest. But it's going to be shown off here pretty soon, and it's going to beat the crap out of the 3090 and the 3090 Ti if even half the rumors are true. It makes you wonder, why is this card even in existence? It it serves no purpose for gamers because, listeners, I literally could not recommend this card to anyone, ever. I, I couldn't even recommend a 3090 to anyone, unless you were doing some heavy, heavy, like 8K, Or, you know, actual workbench work, utilizing a GPU to its fullest extent. I couldn't recommend this card to you. So why would I recommend a TI to anyone? Why would anyone want to buy this? It makes no sense. You got the 40 series coming out in September, October, somewhere around there. It's coming out this year. It's going to be landing. So unless... Things are going to be that short in supply, which people are estimating that it will be. It's going to be just as bad as last time. So you're going, to, you're going to end up with a weird generational supply of cards where you're going to have the 30 series being sold with the 40 series at the same time for a while. That's what a lot of the market is expecting. So when you're sitting there going, I can't get my hands on a 40 series, you're going to be looking at the 30 series and the 30 series is going to seem pretty good because you're not going to have a lot of choice. But would the shortages be this bad if Nvidia wasn't doing the ridiculous bullshit that they're doing? If they had just supplied the launch cards that they had talked about, if they had not worried about getting these, you know, ridiculously specced versions of the same generation of card out, if they had just focused on getting that first set out, would we be in this kind of place? I don't think so. I think that. Nvidia sat there and said, well, we can charge more and we undercharged for the first generation. So instead what we're going to do is take advantage of it and come out with newer versions and call them newer and give them slightly better specs. And then we have to charge you another five, $600 for them. That sounds about right to me. You didn't see this from AMD. AMD actually kind of kept to their guns and just said, yeah, this is the card we came out with. This is the card we meant to make. This is the card we're sticking with. Now, AMD did have an issue the fact that they created a card that no one else could, could really match up to on the fact of pricing because even their third-party stars are like, we can't make a card at this cost. This is way too low. And they put cards out for a lot more than what AMD put out originally, which sucked. People felt like that was kind of a pricing scam. Uh, don't know how how to you know put that properly but you still have rx 6900 xts out there that are going for a grand to 1300 bucks versus the rtx 3080s that are going for the exact same price with less memory and the 6900 can keep up pretty well with the with the uh, 3080 in my opinion not perfect there're certain things that the you know obviously the 3080 will do better but Given the fact that you don't have a whole lot of choices out there, I would rather give my money to AMD, even with the mistakes they've made, than what NVIDIA is doing to you or how NVIDIA is treating us. But that's just me. So we'll see how this next generation coming up goes and whether or not we'll actually see the RTX 3080 or 30 series with the 40 series being sold on the same shelves. But I think that's what's coming.
5: Well, this is why I haven't been uh, asking you help for putting together. Uh, parts list for my next computer. Yeah. Because I mean we've been talking about this, you know, here and there and I've been seeing rumors of, you know, I I want to start getting everything together, but I'm kind of in that point of it's not where it was earlier in the year of I'm not spending money because nothing's available. Now I'm at the point where I'm like, oh I may as well just wait another couple of months. Yeah, and, I get that. Well and this is why I told you when uh when I realized I'm gonna have to start upgrading, I'm going to AMD. Yeah, Nvidia's been making a lot of very very stupid Just anti-consumer almost, Yeah, I was yeah. going to say
3: almost blatantly anti-consumer decisions. Yeah. Uh Well, that makes me think of what Miles and I've been talking about how these companies are more concerned about getting short-term gains over long-term investments, especially when it comes to customers.
4: Yeah. With what's been going on with the GPU market and everything like that, I can't really discount what Sony could possibly do in coming out with the G, the, the PS5 Pro. I thought the PS5 Pro was a like it's a it's a non-starter. There's no way they're going to do it at this point because it, and this is the reason, listeners. It doesn't make sense. The PS5 Pro at this point doesn't make sense because they can't even su- they can't even successfully make enough PS5s just to put them out in the market, yeah. just no. to keep them in stores. So making another more powerful version. Doesn't make any sense to me because if you can't make this product, why would you move over and make this product? It's the same, it's the same reasoning I had for NVIDIA on why would you create the 3090 Ti when you can't even make enough 3090s, you can't even make enough the 3080s. They use the same chip for both. ones. They're just different yields. And if you can't make the two higher end yields, why would you make an even higher end version that requires even more uh perfection from your factories i mean because it it does it just doesn't make any sense if you can't provide one why would you go to one even higher but nvidia still did it
5: yeah and my only thought with like the the ps5 pro is maybe sony's looking at it as oh well scalpers have all of the uh the base model maybe we'll put another one out and see if that'll that'll actually get to consumers or that's a possibility they'll have to drop prices on the regular one so they can pick up the new one
4: yeah but and that's and that's an absolute possibility yeah i don't like i don't know what i don't know what will happen that's why i'm trying to point out listeners i'm i'm done predicting shit with right now like with any of this right now because none of it makes any logical sense
5: that's the only thing that would make sense to me and even that's kind of a i don't really see it but it's a possibility yeah
4: i like don't get me wrong. The PS Five, I absolutely believe the PS Five needs a PS Five Pro. It needs a PS Five Pro. It's still weaker than an Xbox Series X.
2: But it's
3: unrealistic because they don't do anything for scalpers.
4: Well, they can't. Yeah. I mean, what, what are they going to? What you know? What is they Sony going to do?
3: Yeah. Well, and on top of that, so you know, uh, the, the
1: chip shortage issues and the fact that they don't really make a ton of money off of new systems. It's one of those. How much of a full-hearted attempt is this actually going to be?
4: Yeah, I mean, considering the PS5 is the fastest, it was the first uh, PlayStation in their entire the entire pantheon of Playstations. The PS5 is the first one to be actually hit profitability within its first year of a, of uh, release. Yeah. It's the first time, so that tells you that that should tell you that one they went on the lower end comparatively to other systems that they've done in the past they went with what was more affordable
2: they they
4: did some uh you know they did some accounting (laughs) and made sure that uh they had one yes a a next-gen system but they tried to make sure they didn't spend as much money you know as they they tried to spend as little as, as possible for it and i don't think that's as little effort i just think that's one of those things of like we're a company we still have to make money and we have to plan for the future yeah and I think at the time when they were making the PS Five, they were also thinking we're going to come out with the PS Five Pro, so we can't make this thing too powerful, otherwise the PS Five Pro would seem pointless.
3: At this point, we just expected of every console for a console gamer that there's always going to be a midstep. There's
4: going to be a midstep. I mean, we we I, called
5: that when the the PS Four got the PS Four Pro. We all knew that because Xbox, they I don't remember which one came first, but they both started doing it, and I was I
4: like, I think well, the Three
3: Sixty had a midstep.
4: Well, the the so the xbox one there had been rumors about the xbox one x for half a year before they announced it uh they had talked about the fact that like the one x was gonna was gonna be made because microsoft was having or because the xbox one was so underpowered and they didn't concentrate on the power of x that they were gonna have to come out with a a new system and it was like is it again There there was just the argument of is it gonna be an already a next generation system or is it just gonna be a midstep and everybody was expecting this next generation system. It was a mid step. But because of the because of the Microsoft rumors, Sony's rumors started started blowing up. The PlayStation rumors started spilling up like, oh, they're gonna have a mid step too. They're gonna be doing the same thing because they're already working on a new console and there's been new patents filed and all this stuff. So anytime that happens, that's that's the case. There's already been patents filed for a PS5 Pro. They already know that. Just a matter of is it going to come out or when but we expect them to follow through Of like you're going to come out with a with a mid-step system in order to really compete with your competitor and microsoft doesn't really need to do that when it came to the xbox series they sat there and said okay we need to go back to the way we used to think about things that's why we had to do the one x because the one wasn't powerful enough so they approached the series x with it needs to be the most powerful thing on the on the market and the series x is the most powerful thing in the market Console, elitus, console. Calm down. I know PC's still better. Calm yourself.
1: Yeah, nine times out of ten, it all, all the comparisons I always see, uh, like Series X just looks better. It's yep. small. It's you know nitpicking, but it's just better. Yep. The only thing that the PlayStation yep. tends to kind of outclass this, uh, the Series X on—is load times.
4: Yeah, and that's only with first-party titles. Really, rarely does that happen with third-party. Uh, and if it does it's it's one of those nitpicky things of the PlayStation beat it by 1 second the yeah, PlayStation it beat it by seconds. 0.3 seconds
1: like uh, the one that was surprising, uh, i saw from digital foundry they did a uh, uh tiny Tina's wonderlands yep and uh the PS5 beat uh the Series X on load time by like 3 or 4 seconds yeah i was like damn i was like oh i thought i would have been closer than that
4: yeah when that when that gap starts getting wider that's when you know that oh they've they've actually you're, they're utilizing the solid state drive a little bit better. Okay, well, that's, that's good. That's supposed to be why they, why they pump their technology into the solid state drive. But in reality, you know, I've seen, I've seen tests done multiple times on the PlayStation 5 when it compares to an NVMe Gen 4 that's, in, that's inside the same system. Going from that system back and forth, the, the NVMe Gen 4 on the PlayStation 5 is faster than the PlayStation 5's own memory. It just is. Right. And they can't do, like, they can't do anything about the fact that that technology was still faster, that technology was coming out was still faster than any of the money they put into the memory. So, the PlayStation 5 is kind of in that same like, we kind of have to have the Pro. Whereas Microsoft's sitting there going, if we came out with a Pro version of the Series X, it would still be more powerful than anything you have. Right. Because we'd have to be upping our game past our own console. And our own console is already more powerful than theirs. And listeners, it's not by a small margin. Its GPU is way more powerful. So the pros in that weird kind of thing, like, well, we have to kind of come out with it. People are expecting it. So I fully, I, I am one fully expecting it, and at the same time, sitting there going, well, it doesn't make any sense because it costs so goddamn much to make all these systems. It's going to cost us an arm and a leg like to buy one, and we can't even get our we can't even currently get our hands on the regular one. So it's just yeah, unless weird. they're
1: doing something. You know, simple-ish just like giving you an upgraded memory version like oh yeah this is going to have twice the capacity built (laughs) in
4: and and what's crazy at this point I'm half expecting them to come out with a PlayStation 5 that does not have the onboard memory that requires you to buy an NVMe do you remember when they had that with the uh, so they had that with the the PS3 they did that with the Xbox there the 360 as well. The Xbox 360 came out, they had a Yeah, they had a slip in that big one. Yeah, they eventually mm-hmm. they and they also eventually had one that was that wasn't that had nothing on it that had a card that was like a five gig, you know, I couldn't sell USB those. Card. I was
3: working on game crazy at the time. We couldn't sell that shit. Oh, I know. If That's because they already had the
4: other model, and the other model was still being made and still being sold. But I could see them turn around and Sony going, We're gonna have to dump the memory. Lower the cost of the system just to be able to make this thing. And people are going to have to buy their own NVMe's for the system. Is it still going?
2: Oh yeah, it's still going. Sure. Basically
3: turning PlayStation to just a mini gaming PC. Kind of, yeah. Yeah.
2: I, much, I, could ma- totally, less, I could totally see less them
3: maintenance do that. just one piece you got to replace. Yeah.
4: I could totally see them do that just to drop the price and be able to manufacture it a little easier. Because I think one of the things that's holding them back is that is the solid state drive that they have in there the weird convoluted like array of,
3: uh, Oh yeah. The guts and, on the insides really of, yeah,
4: of, of, of SSD of how they have to, how they have to have put that thing together. It's, it's very strange. Uh, it's one of the reasons why it has such an odd shape <laughs> to it.
3: But it's got good feng shui.
4: Like building a mix. <laughs> <and> they forget <laughs> the
3: feng shui feng feng swan. And that's why I was saying it's like building a Mexi and they forgot to put in the cockpit.
4: Right that's my technological woes listeners sorry for the long rant but uh moving on to another rant uh just like i got to see halo
5: <laughs> yeah what was the uh the message i sent you when i got done calling it dog shit would be an insult to it's actual, dog, to actual shit. dog shit yeah it's
3: oh it's fucking terrible yeah my notes you, were spot on i didn't know what you guys were gonna say I just put down halo tv shit show yeah it's
5: yeah it's i so i haven't read
3: all of the books
5: first of all i, I want to
4: call i want to call it screen rant screen rant you guys had an article that literally stated at the very ti- in the very subtitle that the show stays faithfully to the lore i don't know what the fuck that person ever played in halo where this stays faithful to the lore but that guy needs to get his shit checked because he doesn't know as he doesn't know anything about halo who, why do you have the, why do you have somebody who knows nothing about Halo writing an article like that? Oh yeah, it's a fluff piece. That was exactly what it was. It was a fluff piece to try and make it seem like the show is so good and so great. And that's what really what's happening is the damage control in the media. But the show is unfucking real. How much they're trying to talk it up and tell people it's not for the fans. It's for everyone else. <laughs> Get fucked.
5: <laughs> yeah, it's it, like watching it. It seemed to me like it was. Made off of the description of somebody who played the game when it first came out once. Really, to
4: me, it seemed like uh, made off of the description of a nine-year-old telling you about Halo.
3: That
2: probably be yeah, a lot more but, accurate. But still, the
5: nine-year-old only played the game once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was you.
4: You
2: or,
5: were, the or didn't even play it, but heard about it from his friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looked, at <'cause> <laughs> looked at cover art. He looked at cover art. I mean it made it, up his
4: own fucking story cuz that's basically what's what we're getting.
5: It had a lot of the elements of Halo. I mean it had the Spartans, it had the Elites were in it. And then everything else was wrong. Yeah, it had Covenant.
4: It had a human working with Co- Oh wait, no, that doesn't happen
2: <laughs> ever in all of Halo.
3: They had the uh, the Elite sword but now it looks like a lightsaber. What are you talking about? Oh I guess see that one there was a uh, a video that came out showing like some of the weapon designs they were doing for the show. Yeah. And they went the the to build the sword. Yeah. And the designer didn't know what they were doing, so it looked more like a lightsaber than the actual Halo sword. Uh, that's not in the that's not in
4: the yeah. in the show. The show has the actual sword? The, the plasma sword, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was
5: one of the things that they actually got decently accurate. Yeah. It works exactly how it's supposed to. <laughs>
4: uh the the weapons don't, because you put a weapon in a human being's hand and apparently they can't kill an elite for their fucking life, but uh, you give it to a Spartan and they'll kill it in two shots. It's fucking hilarious. Like the, the first scene you see the elites coming through and mowing down human beings. They're literally like, they're literally getting shot with 50 cals, They're getting shot with fucking uh, mini guns. They're getting shot with grenade launchers. They're getting shot with fucking AK 47s. And they're just walking through it like, yep, I'm badass. I got this. I can do whatever I want. I'm going to kill everybody here. Like, they're walking through it like they're fucking Robocop. You're just going, what the fuck is going on? Like, there's nothing that can stop them. They're fucking Terminators, Pratt. And then Spartans show up with the the same fucking weapons, or even in some cases, using the actual weapons that the humans, the, the regular humans were using in it. And they're able to kill him instantaneously, and I'm sitting there going, "This makes no sense whatsoever." Yeah. Well, it looks
3: neat at times, so <laughs> the show's violating its even it, own it rules. Doesn't, yeah,
4: it doesn't. It doesn't even understand. Like, it doesn't even understand how fucking like weapon physics would work. Yeah, because uh, a bullet doesn't change. A bullet doesn't change physics from being shot by one person versus shot by another. It doesn't. It's just not how weapons work
5: well that was the thing that made me <laughs> laugh is so the uh, the assault rifle in the Halo games is chambered for the same round that the AK 47 uses uh-huh. so the uh, it's just designed to be held by a Spartan yeah the original <laughs> like the, the humans were shooting at the uh, the elite with AK 47s and the bullets are bouncing off the shields and everything and then Chief shows up and just immediately murders like three or four of them with yeah. a, a rifle chambered with the exact same round doesn't make any sense. None.
4: None of that makes sense. And then entire attack rolls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they walked in. They had. They had a. They had a D twenty that was loaded and advantage. So yeah, that's what was going on.
5: the uh, The one that made me laugh was when the guy was on the uh, the warthog turret and he was shooting at the elites and it didn't do anything. But Chief rips it off its mount and kills the elite right after that. Yeah, it's like it, It's the same gun.
2: Yeah.
4: But they they turn around and make the UNSC into like sounding like the bad guy, like they're just gonna kill random fucking people and random fucking like civilians and stuff like that, and that's not even fucking that's not even true to lore like that's not even part of the fucking like uh books of uh, the fact that the UNSC didn't go in and just wreck people's shit just for just for fucking shits and giggles. They weren't the fucking empire uh the only thing that they that they did was they quelled rebellions that were happening on planets that were being caused on unsc worlds
5: yeah because if i remember correctly in the books you you could leave the unsc peacefully and just kind of go do your own thing and they'd be like okay bye have fun it was yeah until you were started allowed, yeah you
4: were allowed to be you were allowed to be a colony separated from the unsc the difference is that you were you know your trade was going to be with unsc that was it Yeah. They were the only ones to trade with. So who are you going to trade with?
5: Yeah. Until you started, you know, violently leaving or attacking UNSC anything, that was when they'd start sending the Spartans after you. Yeah.
4: They'd end up being on worlds with UNSC co occupation. And they'd try to take over or try to claim that the UNSC was taking over their area. And like, dude, no. Like, you don't own the entire planet. So it was just like especially since most like since since most of the time when those planets were when those planets were having those uprisings and stuff like that it was under unsc it was in a unsc uh, controlled uh uh system mm-hmm. so if it's a if it's a unsc controlled system your system's in the unsc but you're being allowed to stay there yeah so you're going to start shit with the people who are there like doesn't it make sense so they like they, they they try to make it like oh the UNSC is evil and they've been doing all these evil things. Don't get me wrong, the UNSC has done plenty plenty of evil things. If you want to know all about that, just read about the Spartan program. Uh, Halsey is a fucking evil human being, in my opinion, in so many fucking ways that she doesn't see the moral like she really didn't understand the moral implications of what she did to those kids until she had her own child afterwards.
5: Well, and that's the, the funny part was, you know, everybody talks about, you know, oh, she was great for making the Spartan program. She got lucky that uh, the galaxy got invaded and oh, the Spartans yeah. were actually. Because the, Spart-
4: the Spartans weren't really needed for, for the rebellion. The, Marine, the, the UNSC and, Marine, and the Marine Corps had that unlock. They were fine. Yeah. They, went, they actually didn't need the Spartan program. But when it came to the rebels and the UNSC, completely off. They tried to make it sound like the UNST was this evil organization and Master Chief went in and killed this chick's mom with no, with like no regrets. I'm like, like the, the way that they paint it is like Master Chief is this mindless fucking robot. And I'm like, God, dude, you guys didn't read the books at all. You didn't read any about this. On top of that, Master Chief doesn't remember his childhood, doesn't remember where he came from. That's not in the books at all.
5: Yeah. That's a, that's a big plot point in the books of they remember their childhood like, they remember being abducted from their families yep. and, you know, all of their training There's and even an episode
4: with one of the anime uh, uh, Halo uh, episodes where one of the Spartans sees her clone because Halsey cloned them all and had their clones live at home so the parents would never know they were gone. Yeah, that's... Listeners, she's evil. <laughs>
2: and to,
5: to add another layer, not only did she clone the kids and send the clone back, but she gave them some kind of, like defect so they would die a couple years later hey listeners so it's been a while since we actually read the books but i just wanted to double check on this that's from
4: the that's a side effect of the flash cloning that was done and not all of them died apparently Um, a few of them actually managed to pull through whatever whatever was happening uh but uh the unsc made sure that nobody found out that the kids were cloned because if the families had found out they were going to you know obviously come looking for the kids and the reason why the Spartans were, Spartan twos were being made supposedly was be able, because a insurrection was uh, in the works at the time. And the thing that the UNSC was worried about was the amount of billions of lives that could be lost as well as the uh, financial problems and the uh, crippling economy it would create by having this breakout within the colonies. So it was one of those things of they judged it of 75 kids versus billions of lives. That's how they justified it. doesn't make it right. It's just how they justified it. Oh, and many of the Spartans, at uh, least like Spartan 2s, do remember their childhood. All the Spartan 3s do, but that's for a different reason. Uh, Master Chief doesn't remember as well. And uh, a part of the memory loss has nothing to do with anything they did. It literally has to do with the fact that the amount of training that they went through. I mean, these kids were abducted around like when they were nine years old. Smart, you know, Master Chief's first mission when he was, was when he was 14, for crying out loud. Some of them survived
3: with... I didn't like, realize like, how much she was like effects. Amanda Waller.
4: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So Halsey in the show, they treat her her like, one, she's way too young.
5: Two, she's British for some reason.
4: Yeah. Even though I know that actress for a fact can do an American or can do a a completely American accent. Yeah. Um,
5: It's kind of like my gripe with Halo 5. Yeah. They made Kelly British for some reason. I
2: don't know (laughs) why it bothers me
5: because they don't give specific descriptions of, you know, this is what the character sounds like, but it's Halsey was never this one. We've seen Halsey in the games and she's never been British. Halsey is Cortana. Yeah. And so Cortana, it, doesn't, have Cortana British doesn't have a British
4: accent, accent, so. accent. So why the fuck? Yeah. Say say, it, listeners. It's in, in the games that the same, same voice actress for both. Uh, the reason they do that is because Cortana is based off of Halsey. Halsey made her in her Yeah, she's
3: narcissistic. Yeah.
4: She's very narcissistic. Halsey kind of sees herself in the, in the mood or in the games and the books as kind of the savior of humanity. And the reason she sees herself as that is because after the first contact with Spartan or with uh, the covenant, that was when the UNSC went, shit, we need to have the Spartans. The Spartans are absolutely needed. She was, she, they were, they were going to kick her ass out. They were actually, in fact, they later on imprisoned her uh, for the thing, for basically what she had done. Cause it can, like it comes to light in the UN within the UNSC that she kidnapped children, that she put them into a, into a program for the military, training them from childhood all the way up to adults as these killing machines, essentially. And I, and I say killing machines, even though there, there's a lot to them that's more than just that. She, she was an evil person. She, she did something very evil, but the way she sees it, it was a means to an end. The ends justify the means. So. She did what she had to do. She's, that's the way she sees it. Didn't, she didn't care that she was going to go to prison for it. Many of the other Spartans, there were some Spartans that that still saw her as kind of their mother. Those were the Spartan 2s. The Spartans after that don't really see her as that. In fact, a lot of them see her as kind of a monster.
5: Well, that's because the uh, the Spartan 3s were, um, were trained a lot quicker. They didn't get all the augmentations. Trained a, lot,
4: trained a lot quicker. Their augmentations were faster, and they didn't have to go through the extensive bone grafting.
5: Yeah, so they (laughs) they didn't procedure
4: that killed a lot of Spartans.
5: They didn't get treated as well, so they didn't like palsy as much. She well, they weren't her babies. Yeah,
4: yeah, because they were. They also came in. They also came in at a much older age.
5: Yeah, which was part of the reason that a lot of the training didn't. So take having that one. Yeah, having that
4: one mother figure. So like that's that was and that was her argument was the fact of why they had to use them as children. So they had use them as children because it children are very impressionable. And if you tell children that they're basically the reason why they have to do this, the reason why they can't go to their families, the reason why they can't be home is because they are going to save the entire galaxy over and over and over again. It's essentially brainwashing them. But there are a few that, that kept their wits about them. There are several Spartans that left. And apparently, I guess, in the latest episode, there, there's this whole thing of like a Spartan that escaped the compound and John you know, gave him up. I'm like, that's not how this would go. John was, would be more concerned with the Spartans than he would for the UNSC. That's one thing that's been clear throughout the entire games is the fact that he will do his duty and he will do what he needs in order to save humanity. But he cares more about his team.
3: Yeah, it's his comrades. His brothers and sisters. Yeah, they're his yeah. brothers and
4: sisters. They're the people he grew up with, for fuck's sake. So, to sit there and say, oh, he would, he, would, he would follow every order and the only way that he can go against his own programming is by having this one ludicrous fucking event with, uh, with an uh, artifact yeah, it's just oh man, like the the whole thing, like the this whole aura of Master Chief in the show is not Master Chief.
5: The the worst part for me was uh, he takes his helmet off at the end of the episode. But well, he takes his helmet off for a good chunk of the episode. Yeah, right. It wasn't yeah. just the end of the episode. But he takes his helmet off, and uh, when she was holding a gun to him, he
4: takes the helmet off and basically he's like, you can shoot me right now.
5: Yeah, you know, it's fucking the only, way,
4: the only way you'll be able
5: to kill me it's porn stash from orange is the new black. Yeah. Which granted the guy's a good actor, but I'm only ever going to see him as porn stash. <laughs> like I, I laughed hard so hard when that happened. I'm pretty sure I yeah, woke up one of my neighbors. He's not
4: an, like that's the thing. He's not an awful, awful actor. And I, you know, I brought up the whole, uh, Batman thing. Like he does, but he does try to, he does, he is in the worst way is trying to come off as like tougher as master chief. And the way he talks, and I'm like, man, like there's no subtlety to how Chief talks in this. It's, it's just not, it's not the Master Chief. It's not the show you're looking for. And then there are certain things with the special effects that just go wonky, and there's no reason for them. Like, you had the unfinished prop uh,
3: gun. Yeah, um, yeah, the unfinished uh, plasma uh, pistol. Uh-huh. Yeah,
4: you have the uh, throwing of the assault. Like, I don't care who you are as a Spartan. Spartan wouldn't throw a useful weapon onto the ground. There's a reason why it's, you know, fucking fucking magnetically attaches their fucking back.
2: Yeah. He would just
4: swap. So instead you have this moment where he just throws this fucking assault rifle and they, they, for I God only knows who the, what the editor was thinking, but for some reason they thought that it would be a good idea to show from throwing the weapon to cut of the weapon hits the ground. And it does this little thud movement and it's the worst CGI. I have ever seen it looks it looks like a flat flash animation
3: image. are we talking about like gods of Egypt Bad. yes yeah actually, actually. Oh, Jesus yeah it's, it's that bad
4: um, it, it makes and it makes no sense like I'm and, I, and, and then it cuts to him running I'm like why did you why did you even the, he showed the action of throwing weapon that was enough I didn't need to see where the weapon lands because one he never picks it up again it's never picked up again and used it's just thrown to the ground as if it's useless now and can never be reloaded, apparently. And then and then, as it, it, the Spartan just runs off. And I'm like, why Why was that even necessary? You didn't even need to show me the fucking gun into the ground. I would just assume they threw the weapon.
5: I don't need to see where it lands. The part that made me laugh was, I. this happens every time I see it in movies and TV shows. I hear Archer in the back of my head saying, no, I'm not going to drop my gun. I will place it nicely on the ground because they're expensive. Yeah. So... Okay.
4: So there's like, there, there are small bright spots in the show yeah, and, and you get them and you're like, man, that's really cool. I wish, I wish that the whole show could be of this quality and they're so quickly gone that you, that it's really hard to remember where the bright spots are. And that's the problem is when, when you're a fan, you're going to be watching and going, that's cool. ah, uh, oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, like it's, that's- you're going to be doing that constantly while watching this.
5: And it's, it's a lot of really small things, like nitpicky things. There's big problems. And then there's a lot of little problems. Like yeah. the, uh, the plasma weapons don't work the way they were described in the books. Plasma is described <laughs> more as like napalm where it hits you and it sticks to you and it burns.
4: Yeah. Whereas Cauterizes your wounds, it, it fucking rips you apart.
5: Whereas people are, are exploding in big puffs of steam when they get hit. And yeah. For some reason, there's also blood splatter. Yeah. While it's cool. Yeah, it looks cool, but I'm just
2: I'm it's sitting there. I'm how, like, it's not how it works. That's not how it works. Yeah, it's not
5: how it works.
4: I mean it's they, like it's like the
2: equivalent of, you know, a lightsaber. Lightsaber cuts into you, it cauterizes the wound as it cuts you. It's 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 not gonna
4: have like you're not gonna have a, a bleeding open wound afterwards. There's a reason why Luke Skywalker's hand gets cut off and you don't see this blood sputter go at the top. Yeah, it's already been it's already been cauterized. <laughs> He lost his hand. The wound is cauterized. Oh, it's, it's almost like you could remove people's appendages with this without it causing a massive amount of bleeding on the ground. It's a very clean and efficient weapon, right? Well, plasma rifles work kind of the same way. And when it doesn't do that, you have this like, this whole expectation of what you're going to see kind of dashed to the side. Like, okay, well, that's, that's not how that would work. Alright, well, we'll move on. Then you have the invisibility. I was like, alright, well, that's cool. They, they got that correct.
5: Yeah, that was actually very well done. Um, they got the, uh, the plasma swords
4: correct. Those actually worked that way. But there are other things like, uh, I mean, for one, uh, Master Chief's team is called Silver Team. I don't know why.
3: That's <laughs> uh, because I can't make gold.
5: No, the thing that I assumed there was this is, depending on how much of the cannon they're trying to stick with, which obviously isn't much, but I think blue team is still missing by this point. I guess. Cause that's the only reason I would assume that they well, would wait. Why would they be missing? Or maybe not missing or off on another side. I, I don't know why they didn't just give him blue team. I
4: well, blue, like blue team, blue team only goes missing after reach, right?
2: Right. Reach hasn't happened yet. So this is a, yeah. If you know, if you notice Halsey is at reach i i totally blanked
5: so yeah
4: none of none of yeah none none of fall of reach have happened yet so this is this is during the earlier parts of the war okay when the covenant are slowly taking out because the covenant don't know where the where reach is at this point
5: okay i so the
4: covenant the covenant are slowly making their way through from system to system you know basically taking out colonies these little like these colonies way out in space That the UNSC rarely get to or rarely protect, or aren't wanted there, and the UNSC are seen by many of the colonists as oh, they're overreaching, they're encroaching on our on our rights and all that and all that stuff. Never mind the fact that the only reason why the UNSC are actually out that far at this point is because of the Covenant. Should all the other colonies that were wanting to look that were looking at rebelling against UNSC come together as one faction and actually make war with the UNSC, the Spartans were the ones that were going to be putting putting it down.
3: Yeah, they're afraid of a rebellion army. Yes, I uh, also remember that when the Covenant first showed up, they wrecked house on the UNC.
4: Oh yeah, yeah.
2: yeah they the, the they covenant, had no clue the, the what they covenant, were. They showed the first up.
4: Contact with the Covenant. The Covenant were just whooping ass. That's why the Spartans were seen as like this, like holy shit, like we have Spartans with us. Like there's no way we can lose because every time this, because every time the Spartans showed up. The covenant would lose. The Spartans would just fucking wreck
3: house. And that's the why they started calling a... them demons,
4: yeah. Uh, and that's why they started. And that's the funny thing is they call they started started call, calling uh, Master Chief the the one known as the demon. He's not the only one known as the demon. Listeners, call they, all they, they, demons. they called all Spartans demons. Yeah. Master Chief only became known as the demon because he was the only one that survived, according to the covenant, or according to the lore, for the longest time. Because at the time, nobody knew that there were still Spartans that survived on Reach after what happens there. Reach is a shit show. That's where the Covenant get their revenge is on Reach, uh, which I doubt they'll do a good job with. No, at all. Yeah, listeners, just in the interest of shortening up this conversation, because Josiah and I keep going for a while. After Reach falls, humanity gets the shit kicked out of them. We have nothing really that equalizes us other than Master Chief. We have you know the human fighting spirit, but the Covenant find out you know when they find out about Reach, they sack Reach, and then after that, they eventually find Earth. It goes very badly for us. Plus you have the flood that come in. That is just a complete other area of fuckage. Like there was, there was no way humanity was going to win. If it wasn't for the things that take place later on in Halo 2 and Halo 3, with what Master Chief and uh, the arbiter do, there is no way. That the, the, the humanity was going to survive. The covenant were going to beat his hands down.
3: The vibe I'm getting from you guys, the way you describing it, how things are going, it sounds like they're trying to make Master Chief an unlikable hero that so they could slip somebody else in.
4: Well, the, here's the thing he's not the main character. He's not really the main character. The main character is the chick that, he, uh, that was part of this rebel faction that he saved. And the UNS, like, she's, she's literally no threat no threat in the UNSC, go, you need to kill her.
5: Yeah, because she was the only survivor of the outpost that she was at. So, Chief saves her, brings her back to the ship, and then while they're talking, you can see on his HUD, they, uh, they put up that she's uh, scheduled for termination. Yeah. And that's when Chief is like, fuck this, she, I'm not yeah.
4: killing her. Because she refuses, or she tells the UNSC that she's not going to co- you know comply with their demand or their, their request of Telling the rest of the colonies what's going on so that the colonies believe that the covenant exists because she's, I'll be honest, she's not a likable character in in my opinion. She's kind of a bitch. Uh, I mean, what kind of person, like what kind of person gets their entire colony fucking like loses their entire fucking colony and then still holds out saying we need to have independence from the UNSC bitch. Your entire colony is gone. Are you fucking stupid? Yes. The answer is yes. She's dumb. So. Instead of complying or even going along with that, and there, keep keep mind there's all this this whole side story of the fact that supposedly Master Chief killed her mom because they were having a a, a meetle or a a, meetle, a meeting. I was saying rebel meeting at the same time, but it just came out meetle. <laughs> I'm just me nope. It's Chief is canon now. it canon now. Lunch. meetle. It's canon because I'll leave it in the edit just because you guys are laughing at me. <laughs> uh, no, but uh they were having a, a rebel meeting. And she was considered a threat. And so Master Chief jumped in and killed her. And she, this little girl somehow knows
3: this. I'm going to go for a new plot point that Master Chief shagged her mom, and that's she's the daughter. Master she's the Chief. daughter. Yeah, that's my <laughs> yeah, plot point just, guess.
4: Might as well, uh, with the way things are going. But uh, yeah, so it, it's, just, it's just this whole... like They're, they're basically trying to, trying to make this whole humanized story around this girl, and she's not
3: needed. She was not That wasn't sounds like a terrible exact decision and they rode around it and that's what we're getting.
4: Yeah, the kind of The writers the the writers and directors of the creators of the show literally saw all the lore. They were they were allowed to ask questions of 343. Three. They were allowed to even they were even allowed to approach some of the people who who still work at Bungie that worked on the project and ask ask them questions and get more input from them. And they did. And then they turned around and said, ah, "It's just so much." <laughs> It's so hard. We don't want to do a we should long-term just, show. Let's just make our own show, because nobody's going to want to keep up with all of this stuff. I mean, having having two decades of lore to work with to do our job for us,
5: God, that's so hard. You know The, <laughs> the funny thing is, is that I was watching the show and the thought occurred to me it's that like Lord had, of the Rings.: Had they named it something else, <laughs> this would probably be a pretty cool show. yeah. But the fact that they decided to call it Halo... Well, if they had focused on a different Spartan entirely... They could have made their own. Yeah. In fact, they did, because the other members of Chief's team are nowhere. They're oh. brand new. And the
4: other thing is Master Chief is supposedly special. That's why he's able to activate the artifact. He, he's special. He's able to activate the uh, the artifact because of
1: that. No, 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 no.
4: No. That's all of humans. Yeah. (laughs) Just, just so you guys know, listeners, humans can activate any of the artifacts for, for the halo. Why? Because we were left here by the forerunners. The forerunners had already wiped out our entire fucking race. And then when they realized their mistake in not allowing humans to evolve, they, they went, Oh shit, we should have never done this. We should have let the humans live. Yeah, listeners, this is where 10 minutes on Wikipedia was really all that was needed in order to actually write a decent enough script on Halo. Uh, So I'm going to cut the conversation that we have after this because this is me basically just explaining all the Halo lore, which takes me roughly about 10 minutes. Just know that ancient humans, actually, we were spacefaring. Uh, Before this, the Forerunners wiped us out, which also involved the Flood, part of the Halo lore that is probably not going to get talked about. But the reason why humans can activate all ancient structures left by the Forerunners and the precursors, which were the race before the Forerunners, that the Forerunners wiped out, by the way, humans were the ones that were deemed worthy in order to be the inheritors. Long story short. When the Halo rings fire, they wipe out all life in the galaxy and then reseed it. Well, we were part of the reseeding of the galaxy, and that's why humans can activate any ancient structure, including the Halo rings. That's why Master Chief can do what he does in in the show. It's not because he's special. It's not because he's unique or has a characteristic in his DNA that allows him to do it. All humans can do this. So what the fuck are they? like? Where are they going with this show? This show is trash. And Screen Rant? Whoever wrote that article knows nothing about Halo. Whoever wrote the article saying, oh, they stay pretty faithful to the lore, you don't know dick. Like, that, that was, it, it wasn't, it's not super complicated when in reality, when you start going through the story and all of a sudden they're going, like, I just explained almost the entirety of Halo to you <laughs> <laughs> in what, 10 minutes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for that, for that portion of it. And they couldn't make a move, they couldn't make a show off of this. Are you giving me, like, give me a fucking break? Read, read the fall of reach and you will understand listeners just read the fall of reach and you will understand instantaneously why everyone who's a halo fan hates the show. It's not, it's not hard to figure out. There's a reason why their ratings tanked for, for one and two after episode or the, the second episode aired, dude, the second episode based off everyone else who's watched it, who already hated the first episode, like God damn, like the show cannot get any lower. It just gets even worse. It's like the first four <laughs> episodes of Picard season two. Apparently that apparently that's a complete shit show.
2: Oh,
3: dude, I still can finish season one. Uh, people it are bad. saying that like it, it just that, that show plummets
4: so fast, it's stupid. Uh, the same thing happens with the same thing's happening with Moon Knight, apparently. Uh, which Miles will be able to hopefully talk about in the first episode at least.
1: Yeah, I watched the second one as well.
4: The, this is what's happening when when Hollywood's taking over all the shit without having any kind of actual care or thought put into it. There's no fandom being put into the, into these shows. Um, I'll tell you the problem with the scientific power that you're, that you're using here. Uh, It didn't require any discipline to attain it. You know, you read what others had done and you, and you took the next step. You didn't earn the knowledge for yourselves. So you don't take any responsibility for it you stood on the shoulders of geniuses uh, to accomplish something as fast as you could and before you even knew what you
3: had you you patented it and packaged it and slapped it on a plastic lunchbox and now you're selling it you want to sell it well that's why the quality in the marvel movies are not so as good as yeah,
2: they that's, were
4: that's why marvel going is going down that's why you have uh freaking Lord of the Rings like what's going on with that like Lord of the Rings their trailer on on Amazon Prime has gone from uh they had like a 101,000 uh, 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 vers- like vers- to versus like uh, 150-something thousand uh, dislikes. is a pretty high ratio, but it's nothing major. I mean, that's that's almost a 50-50. So it's like, all right, well, the show will probably do fine. And now it's almost <laughs> 2 million dislikes <laughs> on that one fucking trailer. And the thing is, is Hollywood keeps trying to say, oh, it's because people are racist. stuff like, a, without even understanding that, it, no, it's because we know you don't respect any of the lore, you have so much disrespect for even the creator themselves.
3: That's well, why I'm really not looking forward to the new Ninja Turtles. I'm a huge turtle fan. And now that the second that they said Seth, Seth Rogen's attached, yeah. the second I was like, Seth Rogan
4: was attached. I went, Nope, I'm good. I, yeah, I, I knew things were
3: fucked up because, uh, so either or not, I'm doing dishes. I said, Well, I'll just put something on the background. So I put on the uh, the boys TV show, yeah. And I immediately recognized Seth Rogen as the writer for the majority of those episodes.
4: For the the
3: new one, or the, for the, uh, the the animated show?
4: Oh yeah, it's why it's terrible. I was like, "What?" That's <laughs> why, for the most part, the most most of that show is awful. Uh, I am sorry, like Seth. Yeah, Seth Rogen being attached to most projects makes me go, ah, this is gonna be trash."
3: I don't want to touch it. Yeah,
1: I, yeah. It used to be if he was at least just a side character, you know, it was funny. Yeah, but he was nowadays, comedic relief. Like, I, yeah. yeah, it's, it's just cringe worthy that he's ever involved with anything anymore.
4: Yeah, absolutely.
5: I mean, I still stand by what I said after I got done with the first episode, they should have let Neil Blomkamp still make his series just yeah. based on that little, what was it like a five minute episode that he did where it was the, uh, ODSTs fighting the brutes. Yeah. Based on that, that's the already better. Yeah. They should have let him make his series, yeah. Because I think he did that like out of his own pocket just to show, hey, I can make this; it'll be cool, dude.
4: Like, there's, there's been tons of fan projects that have been just freaking phenomenal. The original commercial, I think, what was it, Reach or was it for Odst? Odst, Odst, where they had the uh,
3: that thing was awesome
4: the you you know the the trailer i'm talking about right where that
3: live action trailer for the live action
4: trailer and it had none of it was in english it was all in fucking uh polish polish yeah uh that that started out as a fan project yeah and it was just like all right you know the the showing it off to to microsoft microsoft was like this is awesome yeah we're gonna use this that's the kind of stuff that made that like made halo fans go man i can't i really want to see a live action that was the kind of stuff that made this show possible and then they made this show by people who weren't even in love with the series, whereas everything else that we saw, made by fans. Fall, uh, the fucking uh, Fall of Reach live-action movie. Not perfect, but it's great. In, in comparison, it is about a thousand times better than this. Easily. And it's made on a smaller budget. Whereas this show is this show's $100 million. This is what $100 million buys you?
5: Well, and that's part of my problem is, like, knowing the budget of this show, I went into it with higher expectations. And this isn't an insult to cosplayers, but the Spartans look like I could have run into them at Denver Comic Con. Yeah. Yeah, they're not what you're expecting. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, that's not an insult to cosplayers. I enjoy what they do. But when you have a show with that kind of budget... I expect a little bit yeah. better. And Personally, cosplayers yeah, are people sh- on
3: their own personal budget, so yeah. Well, that's what I'm Man. saying.
5: Cosplayers can pull off some amazing shit out of pocket, but when you're a studio that's giving a show a hundred million dollar budget, and you got yeah. professionals, and, and to me, just
4: like with, yeah, you know, just like with the World of Warcraft live live action movie, that's mostly CGI. It would have just been better off if they just stuck with CGI, just the whole thing CGI. Yeah, my yeah. fully animated. Yeah, yeah, just full all CGI, just no no live action. I don't remember hating
3: that movie, but I was pretty good six beers in before I watched it.
4: It's not like, it's not awful. The CGI to like the CGI mixed with real, like with it real people, it's so starkingly off that you sit there and watch it and go there's, cause there's so much CGI. You go, why did not you guys just stick with all CGI? It would have been better. And the only reason why they did it was cause they didn't think anybody would go see it. I'm like, well, nobody went and saw it because you guys one Didn't, didn't one respect all of the lore and two, because it looked janky as fuck and fans of world of warcraft are like i'm not gonna go see this it
5: looks like you guys didn't even care and see this is something that i've said for a long time if you're gonna do something you need to have fans of the project working on the project yeah or at least be advisors yeah that that because,
4: person needs to love what they're working
2: on
5: yeah and i mean it's kind of like um huh. i know you guys aren't warhammer fans but i think i got you guys to watch a right I have no clue what you're talking about. I'll send it to you later because I think you'll really like it. Yes, uh, that's yeah, the one that's on YouTube. They're really right? well animated short. Yes, flicks.
0: that yeah, was made dude. by
5: one guy. Oh, I know. Yeah. So it, it's. I think we need to just let fans make these projects because then they'll get done very well. Give them a budget and let them go at it.
4: One, I don't know why these these gaming companies turn around and give their licenses away and don't do anything to protect them. For one. And two, I don't know why these entertainment companies think that they know so much better than the property they've been. Like they, they, think they, know they think they know more than the creators. They think that they're better than the creator ever could be of the original lore. And it's like, man, like if I were given, if I were given free reign to Lord of the Rings and they told me, you, you can do whatever you want. You can make new book series, whatever like that. Do you know how much time I would spend... Learning everything I could about Lord of the Rings before I'd ever start
3: that project. You're gonna spend them spending a few years just reading everything. Yeah, I yeah.
4: wa- I I'd, I'd be sitting down with the Similarian again. I just sit there like, all right, well, I need to know everything about the Simarols. I need to know everything about like just learning about how uh, you know fucking Shelob's mom. What's her name? Uh, it's gonna bug the shit out of me now.
3: Yeah, the whatever <laughs> you want to call her, the goddess spider.
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean. You know, you'd have to learn. You'd have to learn, like go back and learn about all that stuff. You'd have to, I'd have to go back and you know re relearn about you know Melkor before he became fucking uh, Morgoth. Uh, you'd have to go through all this stuff and be like, all right, I need to know about Lord of the Rings before I even start on this project, so that I don't fuck up what everyone else knows. And that's something that I have to say, you know, Peter Jackson fucking nailed with the Lord of the Rings, the fact that when he approached Lord of the Rings, he's literally sat there and said, We had to remember that we weren't making a series for us, that we weren't making something for ourselves. We were making something for the creator of this world. And that something that he would be proud of, not not putting ourselves into it. Now, in some cases, I think that he absolutely took too many liberties with. Don't get me wrong. I love Lord of the Rings, but I can understand some of the gripes from fans. But when you compare that, when you juxtapose that to what people do with other properties and what they do with you know Halo, what they do with Uncharted, what they do with anything else that they get from stuff that we love, that we know by heart, they, they just don't give a shit anymore. They don't care. They don't give a damn. They just want to try and make as much money as possible. And then when they don't make anything, they can't figure
2: out why they failed.
4: As Miles has said multiple, multiple times, it's just too fucking easy to do the right thing. Yep. I mean, even if you were given a project and you were like, "I don't really know enough about this project," you'd think you turn around and be like, "I need to hire people who actually know." Yeah. The first shit.
3: thing you do is you get a advisor. Yeah. Yeah. I'll bring up like movies that were pretty well done. So I think the first two Harry Potter movies were pretty well done.
4: Overall, the majority of Harry Potter films have been done pretty well.
3: But those two particular, because it was directed by Chris Columbus, who actually had J.K. Rowling's with him as an advisor when he was making the movies. Well, there's
4: also that in the fact that the books are a fraction of the size of the rest of the books. Yeah, that too. <laughs> but still, as <laughs> in comparison... One and two came out, and they're like this, and then threes double that size, and, and then, then four's yeah, even larger, bigger. and it just Then he gets the going. Deathly Hallows
3: and things the size of a yeah. Bible.
4: Yeah, so there's there's that fact. Like, there's just more more in, involved in the books. But they also too, changed but, directors from there but they on changed out. Directors, they changed. Uh, you know, they changed a lot of stuff. Three is by far the worst, in my opinion. And it's many people a lot as, of stuff. as many people that don't like the go- the Goblet of Fire. I've read the Goblet of Fire multiple times. I've read the entire series multiple times, uh, and I've watched the movies multiple times. Goblet of Fire is not the most offensive. The most offensive is still three. Three misses so many things from the book. It's unreal and then puts things out of order and it is infuriating since that is my favorite book. And I just sit there. I'm like, fuck you. So any Lord of the Rings fans out there who don't like the Lord of the Rings or Hobbit movies, I totally understand. Trust me. I understand. See, I never read the Hobbit books, but I love the movies. Nearly as bastardized as mine.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so speaking of things that are, uh, you know, close to their source material. Yeah. Uh, I talked about this a little bit last night and, uh, I have been listening to the Dune series. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Everybody is going to be so fucking mad if they actually stick to the books. Yeah. Because, uh, I forget the director's name. He said he's slated to do part two of, uh, the first book. And then this is the one that really has me excited. If he's going to stick to the books, is he's doing Dune Messiah at some point? Yeah. Holy shit! Is that going to piss people off Yeah.
4: And then or if is he goes, you live long enough to. Is that what's what's this? Has the saying go? Anybody
1: remember? You either die a hero or you either you live die a or or hero. Enough. You
4: live long enough to become a villain.
1: Oh yeah, and that's a uh, Harvey that Dent. Is, that's Dark that's
4: Fucking that's fucking Dune in a nutshell.
5: Yeah, and then if they go even farther than that, I just finished up Children of Dune earlier this week, and that that follows uh, Paul's children. And then if the, if they keep going, God Emperor is set three thousand years later. It, it just gets crazier and crazier.
2: Yeah.
5: So I I'm hoping that they stick to the source material on that, just because I want to see people bitch and moan about it i can't believe paul did this well not only that but yeah. it's like i remember seeing uh a petition go around after the first movie to bring duncan idaho back to life and i was like you guys don't know what you You guys just don't know for. what you're asked for yeah because <laughs> i spoiler it happens but not in the way that anybody
2: thinks it's gonna happen yep yeah that series one that series is bad shit too that is that is you want to
4: go? You you want to like? You guys want to give uh, George R R Martin shit for killing off characters <laughs> or making characters evil or anything like that? Man, you need to read Dune. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. It, it is really
5: interesting seeing how much Dune has inspired other sci fi series, which is a big yeah. reason why I started listening to the books. Yeah. Um, I, I recommend the series to anybody who likes sci fi for sure. Um, I might just because I'm. I'm looking for a new series. Yeah, they're long. They're they're, good. they're they're long, but I'm I'm working in the uh the fabrication shop again and they let us have headphones, so 10 hours I can knock out a book in 2 days. I usually I yeah. do
2: a book a week. Um Yeah, that'll uh that'll
5: be interesting. We'll see how that goes. I'll I'll let you know if I decide to go back cuz they do uh what is it? The 6 books are the main series. Yeah. And then uh, Herbert went back to like farther back in the timeline and then wrote like another 24. Yep. I'll let you know if I want to go back and do those. All right. Because <laughs> they, they keep referencing things that happened before, like why there's no AI, AI. or anything. Yep. And that's what the prequel books cover. So I might do it, but we'll see.
4: Anyways, we've gone on for long enough on that. Anderson, would you have anything else to.
3: I think I'm going to skip a good chunk of my notes for next time. Okay. But I think I want to do bring up that's kind of interesting just for future references that Discovery is now the parent company with the Warner Media merger. So I don't know if it's going to affect anything we watch on HBO Max and the show is coming up and the movie is coming up or yeah. if we're going to keep the status quo we're just eh. Kind of see what would go. The Discovery yeah. Channel. I don't really see them as an entertainment business. But then again, I don't watch well, anything they, they have.
4: I think they also own uh, CNN. So I they, they own CNN now. They're, they're pretty. They're pretty good at uh, you know making up stuff for people to watch.
3: Well, that'll be interesting. At least you tell me that we're gonna get the real Another fake app. Apps? Sucks ass. <laughs> <laughs> The only thing I was going to bring up is the uh, how none of us are excited for the announcement of the Mad Max remasters and another Tomb Raider game coming out. Mad Max? Not Mad Max. Uh, Max, Max Payne. Payne, Max okay. Payne. <laughs> <laughs> like Mad Max. Like, what would be bad
4: about remastering a film? Are you talking <laughs> about remaking? Because I'd lose my yeah. shit. Yeah. Uh,
3: no, no. I was excited for the new Max Payne. I've the uh, yeah, I, I
4: played them. I, I don't really need to replay them. Uh I remember them pretty well, uh overall. I remember that there's no real happy ending for Max, and I just go all right, well, uh while it was fun gameplay and stuff like that, Max Payne did a better job, or Max Payne three did a better job with gameplay wise uh story wise kind of sucked but uh don't really don't really wanna go to Max Payne again, so I yeah, I want to wait, yeah.
5: I mean, I haven't played them since they came out, so if they're cheap, I might grab them. But that's fair. I, uh, it, it, I'm kind of in the same boat. I remember the story was a real downer, and the gameplay yeah, it, was fun. That was the like, only
4: upside to this is that it's being remade by Remedy and not by Rockstar, and Rockstar is just, I guess, the publisher for it.
5: So yeah, that's kind of why I was looking at it.
3: Like, yeah, you know, I might actually get this. And none of us were impressed by the last Tomb Raider.
4: Oh uh, yeah, and t- no. the. Coming out with another Tomb Raider, I was like, well, uh, I loved the the first one. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, two it was, was a good game. Two was pretty good. Three was literally just repetitive boring. as fuck. Agno- so nauseum and it was so fucking boring. Um, It was just me- Although
1: that one wasn't done by Crystal Dynamics, right? That was done by a different
3: developer? Yeah, uh, no, I think you're right. They actually did hire
1: out on that one.
4: I can't remember. I think you're right. Yeah, uh, so I'm not, you know, I'm not really looking forward. Unless they go back to to form, like to to form with like you know what they had with one, then I'm not really looking forward to another Tomb Raider. I'm good. Nah. Uh
2: I'd rather have Naughty Dog create another Uncharted with, uh, uh Chloe and uh, freaking uh, uh, Drake's brother and Nat. Is it Nat? I think so. Yeah. I'd play that. Yeah, I'd rather have that again. If they
5: do another one, I'd play the shit out of that.
4: I would love to see those adventures continue with that, with with those three. I thought that that spinoff was freaking awesome.
3: I think the other thing that got shown off is a new trailer for the uh, Dead Space remake. Yeah. Part of me desperately wants to play it, but I refuse to give EA money. The same thing kind of goes with Ubisoft. Like anytime I see a
4: project from them, I'm just like, I don't really care. You mean they
3: killed the Tom Clancy franchise. You guys you guys have done <laughs> such
4: shit things, and the whole NFT thing that they did.
3: Oh, and they announced they're going to keep it going. Ports, and that's the program they're going to be using to keep the NFTs rolling. Yeah,
4: they, I mean, they, they told people who bought NFTs the whole, like, the, this last go, like, you know, congratulations, you've made a footstone in history, like that, like, like a footstep in history, or whatever the fuck you mark. Like fuck you, Ubisoft! You and your NFT bullshit. Like you guys, you guys are doubling down on it while everybody else is going. This is not good. Well, they NFTs did that. are bad, and uh, especially you had that that fucking six hundred million dollar heist in <laughs> NFTs that happened. Uh, and yes, it's a heist. If you, you know anything, in my opinion, anything about uh, above a hundred thousand dollars is a fucking heist. Uh, it's considered
3: the
2: <laughs> second biggest
3: heist in the virtual world.
4: Yeah, and. That's the funny thing is like everybody keeps talking about how NFTs and crypto, like you can't steal. It happens all the time. Listeners, anybody who says that they can't be stolen or that they're more secure are full of shit or don't know anything about NFTs or crypto.
5: That's my favorite thing is hearing people say, oh, this can't be hacked because I can collectively hear all of the hackers everywhere say, hold my beer. Right. They want you to think that. Well, they take it as a challenge yeah but no he what
4: he's saying is that they, that they want people to think that though they yeah, want people that think they're untouchable that, they're, that it's untouchable it's you know, can't can't be stolen can't be taken from you can't be cloned yeah
3: no it can yeah, it's easy to can. steal from somebody when they keep their wallet loosely out of their pocket <laughs> exactly
4: yeah that that whole that whole thing is just fucking stupid and the amount of people who keep doubling down like I love cryptocurrency uh I think it's a great idea okay enjoy that.
1: Yeah, their, their uh, sales pitch always reminds me of, of fucking uh, Pyramid Scheme sales pitches. Oh, yeah,
4: absolutely. <laughs>
3: oh, yeah, well, no if I get my six you. friends you'll into totally
4: this. you make money. <laughs> yeah, such bullshit. Uh, you'll make money off of fake money with fake money. So am I
3: making fake money? Yes. Did you know you can get what? triple the amount of money if you turn your US dollar into monopoly money?
4: Yeah, it's basically what it is. You're being given monop- monopoly money and told it's valuable. Alright. I mean, te- technically that's true with, and, I, and I will say technically that's true with all money. At least real no. money is backed by yeah, something
5: that has value. has value. You
4: know, I don't. Know, gold? Like an entire country. <laughs> nope, it's not backed by gold anymore. When did that change? Uh, two decades ago? Oh, well, <laughs> it based on the fiat system for Back a while. When they found out that the Federal Reserve had no gold.
5: Shows how much attention I paid to this Damn, I didn't
4: realize that. It's all
1: that. perceived yeah, it's, value. It's all
4: perceived value based off of a country or based off of a country's assets and their own, what they basically what they say they're worth.
1: <laughs> and when you're trillions of dollars in debt, you don't have assets. Fucking, <laughs> yeah, that's
4: why. That's why the United States pounds our chest like we're fucking King Kong because we want everybody to know, hey, our money is worth the most. <laughs> we have
3: all the bananas.
4: Yeah, but we don't. Ha- we, we're not able to do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only thing, like, we don't have a a review, uh, like, to post between the two, so Josiah and I can tell you that co-op in Elden Ring is trash. Oh, it's
5: fucking terrible. Yeah,
4: (laughs) that shit needs to fucking, that needs to be fucking updated. Like, how the fuck did you guys make that? How did you promote the game as a open, as a explorable open world with friends in your advertising and not change your co-op system to be like everyone else's fucking co-op system from software? What the fuck are you thinking?
5: Dude, the, the system to get your friend in the game was so bad. I think it took us almost a half hour to figure it out. I to was, finally get it to work. Yeah, I was about ready to draw a blood circle on my carpet and start praying to some <laughs> forgotten god to get this thing to work. Like,
4: yeah. The other thing is that if you have, if you're in, you can only do it in regions. Uh, and if you have the region boss cleared, the other person can't join you in your game to help you like to help you out with finding other stuff like it doesn't matter if you have other things to do in that area if that region boss is cleared well shit out of luck plus there's the fact when i come into josiah's game like i am nerfed like crazy in josiah's oh, it world
1: balances you oh, i think God yeah damn. i think it balanced
5: you to my level
4: it not only that but it it okay so like my health bar goes down to a fraction of what it was Everything I have goes down to a fraction of it is. I don't even get the same flasks
3: that I had. Might as well be the good old Fable 2 or the Fable 3 co-op system at this point.
4: Yeah, it's just it's fucking like I just sat there. and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Why why even allow co-op at that point?
3: Why even allow it? If that's that lets you come in as an do, NPC just and just get the golden experience, come back to
2: your character.
4: It's just it, it's the same, it's the same thing as like their PvP. Their PvP is fucking stupid. Their PvP is trash. They're, the, the whole like oh you can like we got invaded immediately yeah when I joined, when I joined his game it,
5: we, no joke I think it was within 45 seconds of yeah. you getting into my game we got a notification that we got invaded
4: yeah got a notification got invaded turned around saw the guy the guy the guy pulls out his sword and starts coming up I do, I do the emote you know I waved and he bowed and then he starts coming in and just I starts lighting his ass up and I start hitting him with fucking uh, Magic, Two. he died within like a couple of seconds. We don't even know if he was actually there for PVP or not, but that's how quickly it it engages or tries to engage you in PVP when you try to just do co-op, when you're just trying to get stuff accomplished. That's how quickly it tries to engage you with with, with PVP. And secondly, their PVP system is set up where like, it doesn't try, it, there's no balancing. So if you go into a PVP overpowered, it doesn't change the fact that you're overpowered. And the other person doesn't, you don't get balanced to that person. You get the same amount of flasks and and everything that I get when I'm doing co-op, but you don't get balanced to to his level like I do. So you're coming in, you might be just trouncing the shit out of somebody for the hell of it. And all it is, is just an inconvenience. Just because we wanted to play co-op, we had to deal with, we have to deal with somebody. And that's just dumb. If you're gonna have PvP and you want people to be able to say, This is my build, I wanna be I wanna put my build up against your build, create arenas. They have PvP systems
5: designed around solely this. World of Warcraft was actually pretty good. You had to flag yourself if you wanted to be able to do PvP. Yeah. So if you wanted to play without being bothered, all you'd have to do is shut your flag off. Yeah. And nobody could attack you. Now, granted, they could go and, you know, run circles around you and be annoying as hell, yeah. but they couldn't kill you yeah whereas this it's you know we were trying to kill a boss and the guy immediately showed up we're we're just like all right well fuck he's just going to show up and try
4: and wreck our shit while we're trying to do this And on top of that the fact that i can't join josiah when he's cleared area bosses to help him out with whatever he's trying to do or show him something in the game God, that is dumb. That is not. That's that's lack of exploration. That's removing exploration from your game.
5: Yeah, we can't ride uh, ride our horses when we're doing PvP. Yep. So we had to go everywhere on foot. Yep. Which ended up just I I fast traveled to an area and then had to re summon you there. Yep. That was easier. Yeah, it's really fucking stupid.
4: Yeah, the summoning system is trash. They need to fix that shit. They need to change it to a regular co op. Make it o- make it truly open world. Allow us to go through the campaign together. Fuck this nonsense of like, oh, well, this is the way that all Dark Souls games have worked. Dark Souls came out what fucking over twelve years ago. That's when the Soul series started coming out, Demon Souls, and you guys are still going with this system. Give me a fucking break. It's twenty twenty two. Wake up. Uh, don't be
1: Bethesda. Systems? Every aspect yeah. of the game has to have a difficulty setting. Yeah, just right. wait until the next one. You have to fight something to open your inventory.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Every time there's like a fucking demon in your bag, you open it up, you have to fight it in order to get
3: just get to your shot. Resident <laughs> you don't get the typewriter, typewriter comes alive and attacks you. Just, what
4: the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> just, this is this is such a, a trash old system. Why are you doing this this way still? And the, the hilarious part is to watch the amount of people who defend it, the amount of people who try to defend uh, yeah. the game, I'm like, oh, you just don't get it. No, I totally get it, it's lazy. Is what it is. It has nothing to do with it's designed this way. It's lazy. It is absolutely lazy because they don't want to change their system. They want to bring over a system from another game and reuse it. That's exactly what it is. And everyone out there defending it, dude, you are a fanboy. That is all you are because you are arguing with people who can see things objectively and you can't. I'm not asking them to change their lore, I'm asking them to upgrade their system to be. Like every other game that uses this stuff.
5: You know, and the thing is, I wouldn't be mad if they said right off the bat, it's a solo game. Yeah. But they advertised it as you'll be able to play with your Your buddies, which you can sort of. Yeah. You can bring them into certain fights.
4: You can bring them into regions as long as you haven't cleared that, that area boss. But as soon as that boss, as soon as you fight a boss and as soon as that boss is done, that person's the fuck out of there. It boots them.
1: Yeah, it's 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 almost like co op is just a uh, a mystic thing now. Like we don't know how that worked anymore,
4: <laughs> right? Yeah, so it's annoying. Uh, I I have to say the co op kind of the co op definitely sucks. It's something that they absolutely need to change. I think that the people were are complaining about it, rightfully so. Again, no game is a ten out of ten. If I were to give you guys a rating system on where I thought Elden Ring was at, it's about an eight point five. 8.5, maybe
2: a nine. Yeah, I was gonna say I'd give I mean, it it's,
4: like
5: eight point five. It's the, good.
4: The combat system's really cool. I think the inventory system kind of sucks. It, I've uh, dealt with much worse though. I've dealt with worse. The things that are really the the main gripes are side mission tracking, since there's nothing for that. And uh the co-op system, the, the multiplayer system sucks. Other than that, I mean that world is fucking awesome. Last night I was telling Josiah, like I found out there was an entire area underground that I did not even fucking know existed, and I found it, and I went, oh, shit. Where the fuck does this go? And it turns out it goes to another another NPC's uh, quest line that I didn't finish. And I was like, oh,
5: okay. <laughs> uh, oh, was this the one that you were telling me was full of teleporter chests, and that's how you No, have to that get was around? a different one. That was a that,
4: that was dungeon that freaked me the fuck out, because I went into a dungeon, and there was nothing but teleporter chests in the entire thing, and I was like, i like i've said they're going up, like i don't know what to do they all none of the chests are chests they're all teleporters like where the fuck is it going to send me opened up one it sent me to what looked like the same dungeon but had different one different enemy spawns and some certain things were were changed <laughs> but i went into the area and was like oh apparently this is how you navigate this dungeon is literally by opening up the chest it sends you to another area of a duplicate dungeon that you have to explore and figure out where the fuck you're going. I got lost in that dungeon for at least 30 or 40 minutes. <laughs> but I killed everything. <laughs> Nothing was alive when I left. Uh, and I ended up double checking to make sure that I got all the collectibles, and I definitely got everything in there. So uh, Sorry. No, you're fine. The uh, yeah, the 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 world is is great the dungeons are fun the bosses are cool the lore is really the lore is really cool the downside of the lore is that a lot of it you have to read through i found out that the i found out recently there's some translation mistakes uh with one of the endings to the game that i'm gonna if if i choose to go with if i choose to go with the side quest that i did that apparently opens up uh, one of the endings i don't know what the ending is but uh I have, to, I have to go and read what the actual translation is to make sure because going from Japanese to English, sometimes that shit happens and if nobody actually checks it and corrects it then that's a problem and somebody went through and actually saw the script from for that character and went oh, nobody checked this All right apparently it's a little off
5: <clears throat> Well the problem with a lot of FromSoft games is they don't always have the greatest translation like the early Armored Core games had translation issues everywhere. So since there's no Japanese actual uh voicing, you have to
4: read, you have to read it in Japanese. So people who are playing in Japan are reading the the dialogue, but apparently someone who is bilingual heard was hearing the voice and reading the dialogue and goes, that's not correct. So he put the translation up uh online for everyone to to see what the actual translation is supposed to be for when they do that ending. So was like all right well I'm gonna have to read that should I choose that inning? Cause I'm trying to get as many of them as, as I can. Although there's one that apparently I have to go through a shit ton of stuff in order, <laughs> in order to get, and I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to do all that, but I definitely want to do some of the other side quests. So maybe I'll end up having to do that, you know, regardless. But uh, yeah, last night I ended up in an area where I was like, holy shit, where the fuck does this lead? And uh, I kept going through it and ended up facing up uh, against these two gigantic gargoyles. Uh, which really weren't any trouble especially at my level because i was way over level for the area apparently uh because i didn't know it was there <laughs> uh but uh i got through i got through and uh i sat there and after i beat the guard girl goes i'm like there's no sight of grace I'm like what the fuck like the the last point of grace was way way behind me I'm like this doesn't make any sense there's always a sight of grace when uh when you beat a boss yeah it's it's kind of a thing like you you beat a boss sight of grace shows up you can you know go back there should you ever need to visit or should there be anything further in that area uh or if you just want to go back there just to like just to show it or you know some of them are pretty serene looking yeah this one has this giant fucking waterfall and i'm like all right this is cool
5: run around and stab walls
4: right uh so i keep running around this whole massive fucking underground arena and finally, I see the sight of grace. It's at the very end of it, towards the waterfall. And it's behind this this corner. And I go, why the fuck is it way the fuck over here? And I see these messages on the ground. I'm like, all right, well, most of them are going to be like, oh, try fingers, butthole, like that shit. Like, it's like I rested the, the sight of grace, get up and read one of the messages, and this guy's pointing off to the waterfall. I'm like, right. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to go into the waterfall. It's probably going to be like a, a drop down and kill me or something like that. But no, it says... Uh, care what the exact words were but basically it was like trying to tell me like your next step is over there and i'm like what the fuck and there's another there's another bunch of messages and it's around a coffin and i go oh i there was a coffin earlier in the game that i had to get into for another side quest that that i get into and it drops me down like fucking you know splash mountain (laughs) and in this one i'm like oh okay i'm gonna have to do the same thing i get into it and this thing starts like i get into the coffin and it starts lifting off the ground and sending me up and i'm like what the fuck is going on and uh when i went and looked it up i'm like oh apparently there's more to this
2: quest than i thought there was (laughs) so i'm supposed to do more uh but uh yeah i mean it's, it's like find that finding those
4: kind of things that's kind of cool but again, listeners, there's nothing that tells you to do this. There's nothing in the game that tells you, hey, this NPC is here and that's okay, but I'd rather have something in there that tells me, hey, I should try and find this person or I wonder whatever happened to them. It's, it's always something that should be kind of there for me to reference to like, oh, I guess this quest line might still be open or I should try and figure out what happened to them to f- complete their story. Otherwise, you're you're constantly having to go, what NPCs did I did I meet? Which ones did I do? Did I do that person's? Did I finish that person's quest? Is there more to it? Uh, and in some cases, there are some NPCs that you'll either get started on their quest or you'll do something to completely negate it. Uh, like me, I ended up killing an NPC on accident. Wasn't paying attention to where I was swinging and melted the fucker. It just is what it is. And for those of you out there who are like, oh, well, I'm playing the game. You can bring back NPCs. Not all NPCs can come back. And this one specifically can't bring back literally has to do with the uh, seeking absolution. Yeah. Well, that only works with NPCs that are actually good. Evidently, it doesn't work with the evil NPC storylines while it's kind of cool that it's so open-ended on so many things. And that for most quests, it doesn't completely shut you out of, out of things. In some cases it does. It's some cases you don't get to the completion of someone's story or what the developers had originally intended for their story. Uh, and While the reasoning can be, well, what you did was the completion of their story. What you what you caused was the end of their story. At the same time, I like some things where, hey, uh, this person just disappeared. You should try and find them. Because again, I'm I'm having to write down all these NPCs names and be like, okay, I did that person, I did that person, I did that person. I gotta go to this next. It's it's a gripe, and I get that some people don't care. Uh, I'm sorry, but I think that games have evolved to the point where these are things that should be considered by modern day developers and from software needs to catch up uh, certain things like the the rainy quest the rainy quest should be fucking required that that quest one is awesome to go through and two it's it's kind of to me it's it's part of the main lore so it needs to be in the game as a main quest but the game doesn't really tell you that. So if you have, if you do anything, Josiah, that's the one main quest you absolutely should do.
5: Yeah, I'm, I'm planning on it, but uh, I'm trying to catch up in level. It also
4: gets you to the mimic tier
5: as well. Mm-mm. Right. Well, I'm, I'm trying to catch up in level. I think I'm only, shit, I think it was at like 160 something. So I think I'm, what, like 110 levels are you behind at? you? Like 160, you? 160 something? You're at 160 something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm at 271. Yeah, so I'm 110 behind you. So not mm-hmm. terribly far. No. But yeah, I'm,
4: I'm you're still higher. To- you're higher than I was when when uh when I went and
5: got the mimic tier. Right. You're higher than I was when I went and fought Rodan.
2: Well, the thing is, is
5: <clears throat> I'm trying to weapon hunt right now. Yeah. I I'm just trying to go through and I'm, oh, yeah. I'm trying you to got get the dual blade. I'm trying to get beefier so I can go get better weapons for boss fights. I get that. Um, cause I want to get the, uh, the dual blade and then I need to upgrade my staff. Yeah. So
4: I gotcha. Uh, so anyways, sorry. We, we kind of went on a
2: rant with, uh, Elder Ring. It's a lot of fun to talk about and different experiences, but, uh, uh, Anderson, what else do we got? Review wise. Uh,
3: I've got nothing.
2: Okay. The miles, miles, do you have, uh, you have
4: a review <laughs> to give us, right?
3: Yeah, uh, you're the only I've been one playing, playing cool
1: stuff. <laughs> I've been playing the uh, the new Lego Star Wars. It's a fucking blast. The original Lego Star Wars sagas were my favorite of all Lego game series, and that really hasn't changed. Uh, it it mimics a lot of uh, that. You know, in in a sense, kind of remasters it. They changed the way a lot of the Lego games work, as yeah. far as interface and unlocks and stuff like that go and it took a little bit to get used to that um yeah at at initially i was like well this isn't how lego games are supposed to be but eventually i adjusted to it and it it's fine uh the the writing in it's hilarious i still wish i still kind of miss the old school pantomime you know mumble uh they do have a mumble mode in there to swap out the dialogue but that's oh, okay. not really the same thing as you know doing the kind of charades to communicate in the game. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but it it looks looks fantastic. Uh, it does have some uh, frame rate issues in mostly in cinematics for me on the Series X, which is weird to me. But you know it's not game breaking by any means. Okay. I have had some uh, some you arguably game breaking issues where, uh, the game either just won't fucking load up, uh, in which case I have to reboot the entire fucking game. Uh, I've had issues where a stud magnet doesn't, uh, just stops working. Uh, I've had points where it won't let me progress the story. So I have to exit out of the game and come back in. Um, nothing that would, uh, absolutely, um, ruin the experience by any means but it's annoying enough yep but yeah ultimately definitely worth a buy um you know if if we're doing the number system it's still not a perfect game by any means but i mean it's fantastic it's great i i love it yeah it's worth your time so it's worth the money yeah i I wish i had i wish it had online co-op but yeah, that's it's never been a thing for Lego, so it's not exactly surprising. It's kind of a of.
4: strange thing that they wouldn't add that though to it. I mean, it could be worse if you it know, was made by software. I mean, they'd have you like implement like, all right, you have to go and talk to a droid. The droid has to put down a sign, and then you have to you know tell your droid to go and open it up.
5: <laughs> In person, I would still have to sacrifice yeah, my cat. And even the then, portal.
4: it would just be a hologram of you.
1: <laughs> but it's definitely worth the sixty bucks. Now that's I have gonna no qualms about spending that.
4: I'm sure Loach were here. He'd agree with you. He'd probably also say it'll be the show is uh, the greatest game he's ever played. Probably the best <laughs> one of all time. They really thought about all their players. They did a great job with all the cards. Uh, packs aren't necessary. You can play the game as is. I'm basically going off the same review he gave last year. Uh, right.
1: And the year before that. And the year before that. And the year before that. <laughs> greatest game of all time. It's fine. I'm glad he enjoys it. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those things. Yeah, you know, it'd, it'd be then it was a waste of money. Yeah, it'd be kind of it'd be kind of shitty and, and almost heartbreaking if if the game came out and he's like, Man, this is fucking terrible. I hate this fucking game.
4: <laughs> yeah, but then um, I just rub it into him because he does that shit with Mass Effects. So fuck that guy. Right. Uh
1: I think that's that's it for game wise. Uh I, I did watch the first two episodes, uh, because that's all that's available of Moon Knight. And I don't think I covered it on the cast last time. I'm completely naive to pretty much everything that has to do with Moon Knight. Don't really know much of anything about him. Yeah. Uh, so I think being that way lets me enjoy the episodes that I've seen. Okay. Um, they're not any. They're not something I'm going to go out of my way to. Oh, I I I can't wait to see the next episode. You know, I've I've watched the episodes. I'm like, oh, I was entertained. Like, there's some. Janky shit here and there when it comes to CGI and uh, logic progression, uh, but ultimately it's it's still entertaining. Oscar Isaac like, uh, is is a great actor, and uh, it, it's fun to watch. Uh, there was a moment in the second episode I was like, "Damn, that was fucking cool!" <laughs> so you know, moments like those entertain me. All right. Well,
2: listeners,
4: that's all we've got for you this week. Thank you for listening to us. We really do appreciate it. We are Romulan or Vulcan. Romulan. God, dude. My my tongue's starting to get tongue-tied again because of that shit. <laughs> whether you're Romulan or Vulcan. <laughs> are you laughing at me? Miles. <laughs> don't laugh at me. That I, just, am I the intro monolog
1: I'm sitting there, whether you're Ramekin or Volva, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Let's go with that one. <laughs> yeah
1: urethra or
4: uh, uterus uh- <laughs> <laughs> well shit now I have to keep the fuck up in there thanks guys for making it funny <laughs> you fuckers
1: it's almost All right. like that's what I was brought on for <laughs> <laughs>
4: that's not the only reason
1: <laughs> I just spend two hours longer trying to fix people's fucking breaks and <laughs>
3: Miles helps people and pays for it. <laughs>
2: that's
4: why I don't ask him to help me in, Des- in Destiny anymore. Uh, <laughs> he always ends up paying the price.
1: If I get a letter for sainthood from the fucking pope, I'm going to reply no. <laughs> <laughs> well,
4: that, that's because most likely you'll just end up being killed for it. So, yeah,
2: usually be a what death happens? <laughs> this <laughs> man
4: tried to kill me. All right, whether you're Robin or Vulcan, Sith or Jedi, we just want you listening to us. This is Vargo. This is Josiah. Miles. Anderson. Keep on geeking on. We're out.